The first trial of the former officers charged in the killing of George Floyd is underway. Police officers are rarely prosecuted in such cases, and the world will be watching. The Minnesota Public Radio newsroom, which has followed this case in detail from the beginning, will bring listeners updates on this monumental trial and the consequences it holds for the city and the country. Listen to In Front of Our Eyes wherever you listen to podcasts. 318, good afternoon. I'm Tom Cran, Minnesota Public Radio News. Now to the trial of St. Anthony Police Officer Geronimo Yanez on the eighth floor today of the Ramsey County Courthouse. A lot of Twitter traffic about a lot of commotion within the last hour. Our Reham Fashir is there, and we should say first, no verdict yet. But tell us what actually happened, Reham. Well, there was a lot of buzz on the eighth floor uh, in the courthouse, and we were just ushered into the courtroom with everyone else, family members and media. And what we found out was that it appeared the jury cannot reach a verdict up at this point. It's been uh, 14 hours, and they haven't reached a verdict. So the judge basically um, re-urged them to to continue deliberating and mm-hmm. kind of urged them to refer back to those instructions that um, talk about, you know, uh, considering everybody's opinions, don't abandon your own thoughts and views on this case, and just sent them back to the jury room. This is 74 Seconds. I'm Tracy Mumford. At just after 3 o'clock this afternoon, we got this tiny bit of news. Not a verdict, but some news in the trial of Officer Geronimo Yanez. Just before our reporter Reham Fashir went live on the air, which is what you just heard, she called us. I am just standing in the hallway. Um, we're not not allowed to be close to the courtroom, but I'm trying to be within view of the entryway to the courtroom so that I can see when people start to go in. A lot of people started gathering at the courthouse this afternoon. Uh, people are pretty anxious. <laughs> Everyone's anxious. The reporters are even nervous about what's about to happen. And um, Philando Castile's sister, Alizé, came out of the elevator in tears, and she was being comforted by some other people that were with her. So we all thought, you know, this was it. This was the verdict, and people appeared nervous. So Yana's did too. But nothing happened. Okay, when she says nothing happened, what she means is that, again, there's no verdict yet. But jurors told the court they've been unable to reach a decision so far. And so Judge William Leary called them back into the courtroom. And he reread them some of the instructions he gave them on Monday. He said, You should discuss this case with one another and deliberate with a view toward reaching agreement if you can do so without violating your individual judgment. You should decide the case for yourself but only after you have discussed the case with your fellow jurors and have carefully considered their views. You should not hesitate to re-examine your views and change your opinion if you become convinced they are erroneous. But you should not surrender your honest opinion simply because other jurors disagree or merely to reach a verdict. So, the fact that the jury has not yet been able to reach a verdict after 14 hours of deliberation, and the fact that the judge had to re-emphasize these jury instructions, 
it means that at least one of the jurors disagrees with other jurors on at least one of the three charges that Yanez is facing. Again, he's facing second-degree manslaughter and two felony weapons charges. So the judge has now sent the jury back for more deliberations. But it does bring up the question, what happens if they can't come to a unanimous agreement? In Minnesota, like we've mentioned, jury decisions must be unanimous. And if they can't get to that unanimous decision, then we would have a hung jury. I talked to Bradford Colbert, a law professor at Mitchell Hamlin, who said that in Minnesota, a judge can't ask a jury how split they are, which means we have no way of knowing if 11 think one way and there's a lone holdout, or if they're split 6-6, we can't know. A judge also can't coerce a jury into coming to a unanimous decision. He can ask them, do you think it would help if you kept deliberating? But he can't force them to a verdict. Ultimately, though, it is the judge's decision when it's over. He makes the call when it's a hung jury. So if there is a hung jury, then it's up to the prosecution to decide whether they want to retry the case. And that doesn't always happen. Right now, we're back to where we were yesterday evening. No verdict, no result. The jury in deliberations. We'll be back with you with any new developments. And you can always get the most up-to-date information about the trial on Twitter if you follow us at 74SecondsNPR or go online to 74seconds.org. 74 Seconds is a production of NPR News and American Public Media. This is Tracy from 74 Seconds, and we wanted to let you know that our colleagues at APM Reports just launched the new season of their award-winning podcast, In the Dark. In this second season, they explore a new story with life-or-death consequences. It's the case of four people who were killed in a small town in Mississippi, and the story of why a black man on death row has been tried six times for those murders. You can listen and subscribe to In the Dark on Apple Podcasts. Podcasts.